This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Yes, indeed. Just what you need. Hello, John Solberg here, your host for the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. And this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9 Plus Briskets. And as always, they're going to be handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. So you're not a competitor, but you still have an eye for the finer things in life? Great news, the Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, every bit of it handpicked for you. Now, you might be saying, John, all that sounds fantastic, but I really want to try something exotic. Well, get a hold of the butcher shop, get you an elk steak, get you a camel roast, get you something else exotic. Ask what they got. Let's review the best competition briskets, check. The best pork selection, check. Giving you better overall options to cook at home, check. Give the butcher shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Mention the Barbecue Central Show, and they're going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time. And trust me, that's real money. You can also check out their Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australia non-crossbred Wylara 9 Plus Briskets. And today's show is by request from friend of the show and my friend Lance Owen. He wants to hear about a cock and balls on an apron. Uh, my guest in the second hour was the pitmaster of the Q team before events of last August 11th, 2012 transpired. Actually glossed over it a few weeks after the event had actually happened, but I guess never really looked any further into it. Then got an email about a month ago or so from a guy looking to come on, lay out his side of the story, no holds barred, naming names, talking about what happened at the event. And then after the contest with KCBS and the punishment that they handed down. So let's go ahead and race over the hotline and welcome in first time of the show, Daniel Pomerantz. Daniel, how are you, buddy? I'm good, and you? Is it uh, Daniel or Dan? What do you prefer? <laughs> uh, Daniel. Right, Daniel it is tonight. I'll be, uh, I'll be formal if you want to be formal. That's no problem. Um, Daniel, uh, welcome to the show. Before we get into you know, the events of last August and all that stuff, uh, maybe a little bit of background about yourself and when you decided to get into the competition barbecue scene. Um, yeah, uh, well, I, I've been, um, been doing barbecue for years and I grew up in, in Memphis and I just always really had a thing for barbecue. Used to go to Memphis in May all the time. And, um, my father-in-law is a longtime competitor and it was just always something that I wanted to do. So at one point, uh, about three or four years ago, I think, or perhaps even actually closer to five, I finally found competition close to me and uh i jumped in um and since then it's just been up until recently uh, a um never-ending obsession getting more and more into it 
so after you started competing, you got a few under your belt. Uh, you know, what did you find that you liked most about competing? Um, well, I like the people. Um, most of the people there. Um, I, I like talking to people and hanging out, and I really just enjoy making barbecue. Um, and while I can do I can do that at home. There's just something to be said for being in a group of 20, 30, 50 people all cooking barbecue. And I just really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the look, the smell of all that stuff going on. Daniel Pomerantz. Of course, as I said. Gotcha. Daniel Pomerantz joining us here on the show. Did you have like a solid team or did you have teammates that kind of flipped in and out depending on the weekend schedule? No, um, what happened was I, I, for the first year or two, I, I only did a few competitions, and it was either me and my father-in-law or me by myself. And then uh, it just got to be hard, and I decided I, I, I really needed a teammate. So um, I found someone. Uh, he also did competition barbecue on the MBN side, and our wives were friends. And so the two of us, uh, uh, we decided to form a team, and uh, we competed almost for two years and uh you know we 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 had our share of ups and downs during that time but it was always the two of us at every comp were you looking to do a certain amount every year or was it uh, more along the lines of getting it in when your schedule allowed um well my goal was always to try to do one competition a month between about May and, or sorry, between about March and either October or November. And as it turns out, I we usually found enough competitions that we did more than that because we'd get two in the same month that looked good, or we'd get one in the same month plus um, a Sam's Club event that also came up or something. And so, I think we did eight competitions the first year, and then uh, the second year. Um, I'm trying to remember how many we actually got in. I think it was about eight, and we had planned on doing a few, a few more. But uh, um, you know, that was kind of that was kind of what we did as a team. And I had done a few on my own without him before that. So, Daniel Pomerantz joining us here on the show. Uh, all right, Dan. So let's go ahead and kind of uh, head back to last August. What was the contest yeah. you were heading off to to take part in at that point? Right. So my my teammate and I we went to the Smoking in McMinnville Barbecue Competition in McMinnville, Tennessee, um, and it was going to be I think as I said I think about our seventh or eighth of of the year. And uh, um, if I could, I'll just kind of go in and kind of jump in to the whole thing. All right. So I was trying. I guess you know I was trying to like figure out a. Uh, a great line of questioning to get all the details on your end. Uh, but let's kind of do it like this. I'm going to kind of let you take over the show here just for a little bit. And, you know, if there's any questions that I think might be pertinent to ask, I'll just kind of interrupt and, and inject inject them. That's kind of pertinent to barbecue. Yeah. Uh, interject them. So yeah, kind of no. lay it out here. What happened <laughs> over the course of the weekend and, you know, how does it culminate? Right. So when we went to the competition, um, we were there, and on the Friday night of the competition, my teammate was sitting around a circle talking to some people, as people often do on Friday nights. I wasn't there, wasn't there for most of this, and um, he told some joke or story that made some people 
laugh. And so the following day on Saturday, um, one of the people who had been there uh, grabbed this apron and wanted to show it to him during turnings. And the apron, as most people have heard, some people have heard incorrectly, but as most people have heard, um, it had it had men's genitalia in cloth and fabric sewn onto it. Um, and so I'm sure that I actually have, um, the, uh, I actually sure. probably have like a, I downloaded some pictures of, I guess, what I thought would be. So does it have something that had like no. a towel hanging over it? And no. Then, no, not like that? No, that's not it. That, because a lot of people say, oh, the one that has a sex toy on it. And no, okay. that isn't it. Um, it didn't have something that pops out at you and is 10 inches long. Or I've <laughs> seen pictures of those. Okay. That's that's not it. It was all cloth and fabric and didn't have any spring action. Um, I mean, I, I've I've seen what they're supposed to be, but I've seen that one, too, because that's the first one that comes up, and that one isn't it. (laughs) Well, no, I was actually going to tell everybody if they didn't want to look, look away, and I was going to put it up on the (laughs) screen because I did get those pictures, but that's not it, then, uh, you know, that's actually... Uh, probably not uh, not fair to the, the the guy that put it on, but I don't have any pictures, or I wasn't able to see exactly what he has. So, uh, I mean, is it was it like a a flaccid crank? Is it just like hanging down, or is it you know what what was it? Can't thank Lance enough. I got to be honest, this show has been on my board for two years as I have struggled with how to chop it up and present it. So thanks, Lance, for the push. Lance didn't know that, but that's a fact. I was like, "What do I do with this guy? Is it I go listen to the whole show? Go listen to this. Head over to the bbqcentralshow.com. Link in the show notes. Check out this whole show and let me know what you think. You may understand why I was struggling with how do I present this character and his partner didn't know. Anyway, thanks so much for checking it out. Until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.